Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Cosmic Crit. This is your GM, Patrick, and joining me, as always, are my five fanciful players and my hunkiest, junkie friends. I'm talking about Miles, Tyler, Rebecca, Drew, and Jabert. Welcome back, everyone. Did you call me your honkiest, tonkiest friend? <laughs> if that's what you heard, then that's probably <laughs> what you want to hear. Uh, I said honkiest, junkie, but... Uh, uh, honkiest, junkie. Honkiest, junkiest <laughs> makes sense as well <laughs> we're, you bring the honky uh, i'll bring the talkie and we're gonna have a good time this podcast oh. is a, a game of telephone <laughs> you hear what you want to hear it's like <laughs> you guys leveled up to level 15 no two <laughs> last week <laughs> you Two levels? No, just one level to two. Uh, I keep trying to convince Patrick that this this AP really does go to level four, not. <laughs> not <laughs> you level you gaslit me uh, well because I was like, does it go to level four? <laughs> um, <laughs> we're getting there. Oh, we're close. We're close, I, fam. I, I do want to sell this AP as a great intro adventure to Starfinder. Um, it is a, I think a, a little bit longer than a normal AP volume, and that's because it has a lot of great back matter that fits with the 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 theme the junkyards but also has a lot of verbiage in the the book for first time gms that kind of explain how a lot of systems in starfinder working like multiple times it kind of like goes over in the text how other players can like aid someone in a skill check and like um suggestions on like what happens if they succeed and what happens if they fail um it you know it's not as <laughs> uh spelled out as the starfinder beginner box which is kind of like a dumbed down version of starfinder but is probably one of the best you know very simple adventures to to run for first time gms and players and I've already spilled the beans on it, but there's no starship combat. So it's really just the one rule set that you have to learn. <laughs> I love starship combat. Anyway, um, you guys ready to jump back into the scrap heap? Oh, yeah. Drew's getting honky and tonky up here. You know it. <laughs> uh, this week's adventure starts in the scrap, in the in the junk yards, but not the car yards outside of Kethek Depot, but in the city's scrap yards of, of Marrow. Uh, maybe a year or so earlier, we see a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed jewel popping out of what looks like a uh, destroyed and, and junk starship exhaust. Uh, a very vintage-looking ship, uh, maybe a few centuries old, half-sticking out of the dirt, like a set of old bones well picked over uh jewel you know knows that old tech like this is great for compatibility issues and making your own drone and we see for the first time your character installing some ancient servos and memory chips into piston and your drone coming online for the first time taking flight um do you think jewel is one that would speak with piston like uh like talk to it even though you can technically you know command it just like a um well i guess like kind of what it looks like like a uh a drone like we have <laughs> it's funny you ask because i'm sitting here in my head like as soon as it came online i'm sure the duel would be like well howdy partner it's good to have you with me 
help me help me scavenge for more parts uh i gotta imagine i mean there's like limited ai in it but it enjoys being spoken to and having its audio um sensors perk up so yeah it, it's got to act a little bit like the the robots the aliens from batteries not included so it'll waggle side to side or dip its front side up and down if to mimic shaking head and or um nodding yes um do do you think you treat um piston uh, like a pet or like a co-worker or what do you think the relationship is there i think she's uh protective of piston i think i think it's more like a dog you know like more like a pet but a best friend kind of pet you know not just like a an animal that lives in your house but like (laughs) you know your good buddy that you do stuff with and i mean maybe this is a little personal rebecca but have you ever i know you've had some kind of smaller to mid-range dog have you ever had like a big dog before have you ever felt protected by a dog no um but also, this is a hover drone. I don't think it's very protective. Well, it's not going to tank a lot of hits for you. That's for sure. And I don't even think Itis did. But I mean, it's got your back. It's like an, another set of eyes that you can can see through. So you feel perhaps maybe a little more protected on your walk um, back from the, the scrap yards of Marrow, as well as from the car yards. Um, Jewel got pretty hurt over the the sojourn through the the car yards do you think you'd be more worried about yourself or worried about your drone your i don't think the drone t- has taken any damage yet it's a lot of a lot of melee characters so far yeah at this point uh she's been pretty successful in keeping P- piston out of the you know out of the melee so um i think at the moment she's a little more worried about herself although she's she's not doing too bad herself so okay um yeah so we you guys have succeeded in finding very 13 the scientist researcher android that riddle sent you out into the car yard to look for and we see you know maybe a a brief montage of you picking up el demonio their day and getting him back on his feet and Almost everyone here just, yeah, limping out of the the car yards, very carefully walking past some of the more treacherous areas, including the um, the cesspits of uh, like battery acid and back to Adventures in Junk. Um, I I should say one thing we we talked about last week is you uh, there was an uncharged junk drone as well, where you found very 13, which is exactly what it sounds like. It is a, you know, half rusting kind of drone, very similar to Piston, but uh, a a lot less capable, um, but still worth a a good amount of of credits. In addition to that, uh, we will indeed flash forward back to where you guys can get to adventures in junk, um, you know, just dust of the the car yards, grease and blood streaked all over your your faces. And as you're going to the door, the front door, it is locked uh, as you're jangling the, the handle. You hear a hissing sound from down the alleyway and back behind some trash cans 
you see Riddle kind of like beckoning you forward uh, through some other side streets and into the agency's back door. And uh, she says, sorry about the added precautions. I, I got word from a neighbor. Trullo's gang is, is watching my business and is, is waiting for me at the entrance from down the street. Looks like you all managed to find Very. How, how are you, Very? Uh, and you only took about half the day and what looks to be about half of your life uh, in order to do so. Boy, howdy. I, and I thought the True Warriors did a number on me. It looks like uh, uh, you guys are on death's door. I well, think I'd rather deal with the True Warriors than ever have to deal with the Kavak again. Or the Kev, whatever those stupid bugs are. I'm sick of bugs. I'm going to lay down and pass out. Yeah, yeah, you I'm gonna look- get. I hope you don't mind some blood on your couch, because that's what you're getting. Oh, no, please go to the flop house uh, that is already has a million questionable stains. This is a this is a business. Um, but I, I I figured I had the right desperados for the job. Uh, very welcome back. Uh, what what did I tell you about wandering around the city without a guide? Uh, you're going to get in trouble. Uh, very has been pretty quiet. A little reserved on your walk back. Um, very thankful. Very gracious. But she I mean. They've been kind of out of it and uh, <laughs> uh, nearly destroyed uh, by Kefak themselves. Um, as you guys go back to the flop house, uh, she says, "Yeah, uh, first of all, I, I want to thank you once again for rescuing me. I, I know I chose correctly with uh, going with Riddle's agency and helping me in my my task." Um, the Ahsoki behind her tries to interrupt, but very waves her off and says, don't be modest, Riddle. Your employees are to be commended, and you uh, you should be thanked as well for your management. Uh, Riddle will kind of shrug and, and let her continue. The android very says, I, I, I shared some of this with Riddle, but I think you all should know how I came to Akaton, what it is I am doing here. As, as you may know, well, sometimes when androids such as myself pass into the next world when we die. Uh, our mortal shell becomes home to a new soul. This is especially true if the android chooses to relinquish their life, but it also occurs if the body is relatively intact. And this was the case for one of my progenitors, Very Eight. They were an engineer aboard a scientific research special known as the Stellar Flare in the years shortly after the gap, hundreds of years ago, uh, the crew engaged in experiments to develop a new source of power drawn from the then recently discovered drift. And they believed that technology, similar to that of drift engines, could provide unlimited energy without the need for batteries. Uh, unfortunately, their, their research ended abruptly when their ship uh, incurred an accident and it caused them to crash here on Akaton. I see, yes. Uh, experiments with great power sources have a tendency to do that, I see. Yes, but don't don't you see <laughs> if we can s- salvage some of the technology from that ship, the, the Stellar Flare, we might be able to restart that research. Uh, it could change the galaxy. It would be one of the single greatest technological innovations since the creation of the drift drive and travel itself. 
Isn't that amazing? <laughs> oh yes, that's well, that's incredible. Oh my goodness, yes. Uh, oh, of course. And uh, to think that this kind of technology could have been invented hundreds of years ago—that is, oh, what a what a change that would have had on all of civilization. It would have certainly changed the the course of the entirety of the packed worlds and beyond for certain. I get short snippets of Variate's life, flashes, really. And it is what uh, I saw in those flashes that sent me on this quest in the first place. It was kind of like watching, though, uh, an old holovid, but only a few seconds out of time, days apart and out of order. But one memory I had many times was getting into an escape pod from the stellar flare and ejecting above the red planet. I believe my progenitor knew at the speeds they were entering the atmosphere, they would surely perish. So the escape pod was just there for my descendants so they could easily mark perhaps where one might find the stellar flare's wreckage. I see. Uh, but tell us then, Very, where where did you find yourself upon this planet? Why, well, why don't you just return to that place? That, that was very nine. I am very 13. Oh, that was That's... some time ago, I see. Oh, I see. Yes. I've, I'm not good with numbers, you see. If if you want to put it in biological terms, that was my great, 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 great grandparent. Ew, gross. I don't, I don't like to think of it necessarily like that, but it helps some of you non-synthetic life forms. I was able to trace that escape pod signal, I believe, here to Akaton from Absalom Station, and then here to the Kefak Depot. And yesterday I uh, was able to trace it to the car yards. And uh, when I went out there um, following my lead, I got cornered by that radioactive Kefak after I found the pod out there in the wastes. I was able to copy its transponder code for the ship so I, I thank you for finding me out there and giving me a rescue. But as soon as I am able to rest up, I want to return out to those junk piles. I don't care if it takes days or weeks or years to search through every scrap heap here on this planet. But I know that it is out there now and it is the discovery of several of my lifetimes. Does that their transponder have data on it we could look at? Yes, I, I would like uh, to uh, spend the entire evening if I can here working on my my console to try and sort through it from from what I can suss through some of my memories but I believe that we will be able to use it potentially to find where the stellar flare is I I presumed uh, I'd have to trace these these codes to the starship because the the transponder well it, it must be destroyed or lost power after so many times but when I was out there, I got a very faint signal. Somehow, the ship's transponder, it's its black box, if you will, it was still broadcasting. I mean, what are the odds? Centuries later. Uh, so, yes, I'm going to process the code. And, it, I mean, you all, you all took quite a beating in that fight. I think you should rest. And perhaps in the morning, after a few hours' work, we'll be able to go. Are, are you still uh, able to... Uh, adventure out in, into the, the car yards after uh, well that, that da daring rescue uh, Riddle are your employees okay to continue their work uh, Riddle is kind of like scratches her head like I yeah I mean they're yeah these guys need rest right 
Ooh, Mixer has certainly. been asleep the entire conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my, El Demonio has also been asleep this entire time. <laughs> sitting, sitting on none of this pertains resolve. to him at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, a, I, I'm afraid if I can't, I'm afraid if I get a splinter, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riddle says, "All right, well, these folks, uh, half of them are already unconscious, but uh, yeah, I told them if 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 they uh, brought you back alive, they could." Have the finder's fee. Most of the deposit you paid me is is now theirs. Uh, by the way, here's your cred sticks. It's 500 credits each, so spend it wisely. And yeah, because it looks like some of you nearly died to get very back. Uh, here, take these medical soul supplies in this trunk. Uh, she kicks open a tub at her feet, red and white plastic, and there's five Mark I healing serums inside. Yes. Yeah, right. Rest up, place some some orders. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get you uh, maybe equipped overnight and uh, spend some of those credits. And, and, and Barry, we'll, we'll talk tomorrow about, oh boy, heading back out to the car yard for another tour. Uh, right, so you guys are able to rest up. Um, you'll have some time to do some shopping. And bet- <laughs> before we started recording tonight, we talked about... The ability of your now enslaved, I mean, pet assembly ooze to randomly assemble or first disassemble and then assemble gear for you. And in lieu of, uh, you know, throwing a ton of uh, credits away, just selling the items, you've opted to transmogrify them I believe is the uh, the technical term is that right so we uh, we spent some time randomly rolling if you don't know the assembly use you can put items in and randomly it'll reassemble them into other items so you can put in a pistol and it can come out a suit of armor or you can <laughs> throw a grenade not a not live grenade <laughs> into it and it can spit out a heavy weapon and we did that a, a whole bunch of times how many times did we do it like nine like or 16 10? times because <laughs> um, we each got to we each got to go twice so well yeah there's uh, you, it's all the gear that you took off of the true warriors so it's like Lots of suits of armor, some pistols, uh, batons, survival knives, and it spit out a lot of pistols and armor and a couple of melee weapons, a couple heavy weapons as well, but no um, no technological items or grenades. <laughs> it was like one in uh, eight chance one of those came up, but uh, you got some more gear and uh, I imagine one of you just has to wake up every like uh, hour or so and and take something out of the Home Depot bucket and put something else in. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Joel will do that. That seems like something Joel would like doing. <laughs> you've you've got time uh, to shop and rest up. And just a reminder: when you get a full night's rest, you get all your SP back, all your RP back, and you guys leveled up, uh, so you get two HP back as well for level two. And I, I guess I should ask does anybody want to burn some of those um, Mark One healing serums? Um, uh, 100%. You're at how many HP? Uh, <laughs> Miles? Well, two now. <laughs> I mean, they. I, I think 
people must have brought you back to consciousness um, at the the end of last week's episode. So you can have three HP. Would would it help if I can, as Mixer, do some medicine checks and administer some of these serums to uh, help? Like I I have a new ability that we got with uh, with level two. We haven't talked about level two yet, but uh, yeah, I can figure we just play as we go and use your abilities as they happen. All right. Well, well, I will offer if anybody wants to use a healing serum that I can try to treat deadly wounds to get some some HP back first. Yeah. Dumb to do at the beginning of the day. Well, you you can still only do it once per day, right? Uh, You know, I I don't know that. Um, Yeah. Unless you have some ability that says you can do it more. Is it once per character per day? Uh, I mean both but yes um Uh, a creature can only uh, receive deadly wounds treatment once every 24 hours technically so if you already use it on them after the fight you'd have to wait until like later on in the day anyway for that so um i don't think you've done it on me yet could you could you roll roll me a little medicine oh you know i can oh yeah oh i need it (laughs) you still just have the basic med kit that's a 21 oh shoot not a success. Well, you don't chop my frontal lobe off. You don't give me a, a proper lobotomy. So I, I don't think there's a negative for failing. Oh, this <laughs> isn't second. This edition, isn't second right? edition where you can like, I'm gonna heal you, and they're dead now. <laughs> I, I roll the one. Let me use a hero point. I will. No, I will as well. I will happily take some healing. Well, I think they had to have brought you back up with this as well so i think we're in stabbing with serums territory uh at this point for everyone now okay which is really bad news because with two people at three hit points that's a lot of stuff i think i I think that's that's where that's gonna go I have well, some medicine if it would help. I mean, I, I should I, I should say die? as you guys leveled up, you you get those HP that you would get with your level up. So mm-hmm. those don't like you don't start at zero. So Miles, when you level up, you actually get your HP for level two. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not a monster, guys. Uh, <laughs> I really wish I it was less complicated. I wish it was less complicated than this. <laughs> so I've that's, been I've been reviewing my my purchasing options and I can't think of anything better to spend my money on than healing my friends. So I'm just going to buy another five serums of healing. So go nuts, everybody. All right, let's <laughs> let's roll those ones on D8s. Oh, who, no. who wants to start? No waste my money. I will start. I, I'm going to start as Mixer because... Healing yourself? Yeah. Back up to full. That's what they like to see. A six okay. on a D eight. I can either right. if I if, uh, if I if I roll an eight, I only have to use one because I'm exactly eight hit points down. How would you say that? Dang it! <laughs> a two. Tyler, what do we say when things like this happen? Uh, roll another D eight, Tyler. It's <laughs> another two. Oh, I was looking for a toot two. toot kaboom, but you literally did it. Toot toot kaboom. Two twos and oh, two, two. Here comes the kaboom. No. Yeah, third no, one. No, 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 no. Tyler, no. how many HP I'm are done. you down? I'm only down four at this point, so okay. I'll ride it out. So no, so hang on, because uh, uh, Mixer now has an ability. It is called Field Dressing, where I have three uses of this a day that I can I can basically give you 
my uh, my my int bonus to HP, which is three. So I can just okay, cool. get, I can give that, that to you. And now you have you're only down one. I'm only down one. That's perfect. Yeah, you could have done that the the previous day before you went to bed, so you don't have to use your your one to the next day for oh. that. Well, can because oh, I could use that three times. Can I use? Yeah. Can I retroactively use that for people that need it before yeah, we start like rolling said, all these D twenty or the? You guys leveled up like right after the fight, so feel free okay. to right. uh, take who, take who those back. Wants, who else wants three free HP? Me. All right, you got yeah, it, El Demonio. It's yours. Do you want to roll a um Oh absolutely uh, a single one? Yeah, I'm gonna roll at least a single one. Um all right. and all right. Boom, baby. Uh, I needed uh, all right <laughs> a max of eight on the dice here, and probably the second time in Cosmic Crit history <laughs> you've rolled an eight on a hero, uh, a hero, uh, a serum of healing. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, anybody else need to roll some before we move out? Um, I'm down. I think three right now. Th- then three so. is yours. You got it. It's oh, yeah, yours. Oh three. How is, how is Jewel on HP? I'm at full. Okay, so nice. Um, all right, so 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 how many how many uh, serums did we just burn there? Just uh, four. I I burned two. Miles burned one, and then Drew took one. I burned, burned one. I burned one. Yeah. Uh, all right, great. So we got six left over. I'm gonna I'm gonna hand those all over to uh, to our biohacker friend because oh he's got like he's got those things like hooked up hooked up to us oh, already. Yeah, he, so he you can, can just like squirt them right I into also us. Bought oh, a, a, a bunch no, too, so I have. Five personal ones as Wait. well. <laughs> wow, have got eleven. You have five in your inventory. I nice. do, yeah, that's nice. crazy. Yeah. Okay. So how that's many perfect. are you handing me, Jabir? We're just going to be uh, five. I'm handing you five. But, oh, you, gosh. but there's another one that you already have. So you have six of them in your inventory now. Do you guys yeah. remember when? No, I now have nine a, of them in my inventory because I bought four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you got ten? Do you guys remember the season with the Mystic? <laughs> and yeah. like you very rarely went into HP damage after book one. Anyway. It, was, it, it was a good season. I'm not. That's the one thing about season four that I'm high level adventures with a aid of. I don't. I can't even call it. I mean, no real Mystic. Let's uh, let's get back into it. Um, the next morning, you guys can can wake up and a very eager. Uh, sleepless, very 13 comes up to you and says, I, I, I'm glad you've decided um, that my cause is worthy. I want to thank you all once again. Um, the interest that you show here, I, I, as exhausted as I was from my uh, travails in the car yards, I have nevertheless worked all night examining the stellar flames transponder signal, and I have tried sending a, a message to the starship, but I have alas received zero reply. However, I believe we can pinpoint the stellar flares location with reasonable accuracy if you'll be gracious enough to lend me a hand. But computers are not my strong suit. But if any of you are trained in the computational sciences, um, I, I will need your help as I have run into the extent of my my skills with electronic tracking. Um, I've, I've hit a stumbling block. Is any of you able to to use this uh, this computer. Well, sure, I can. I I believe that computers and Spanish and uh, that other thing we talked about. These are the only three gaps in my knowledge. <laughs> uh, so 
obviously our engineer probably trained but do, do you actually not have any computers uh skill points Trebert? i have none i have an enormous brain <laughs> Well, you're you're still an in-base character. Do you want yeah. to aid? I can uh, I can try to aid. Yeah, I can try I, to think real hard about the problems that they're working on. Um, very thirteen can can try and help oh. out as well. Oh no, three on the dice. <laughs> uh, so you've got a plus two from from very you know kind of explaining what she's discovered. But uh, go ahead and, and give us a roll, uh, Rebecca for Jewel. All right. I picked up a hacking kit with this too. So that's only a 13 though. <laughs> so you're maybe listening a little bit more to uh, Olympians than to, to um, Mary. El, El Demonio knows his way around a, a computer as well. Oh, oh, oh do you? Ooh. What uh, did he, did he do editing when he was a small time wrestler? Well, let, he edit his own videos. Let's use that. Yeah. El Demonio needed to work on his social media profile. So he put the work in Tyler. So right. as, as, as the promo uh, yeah, son, yeah, I mean, as the rest of you guys are, are waking up, uh, it uh, an hour passes as you're not able to make headway. Unfortunately, Jewel, yeah. but uh, Demonio, you can. Is, Olympians is us turning on and off the sticky keys and like. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to roll again, Olympians. Um, we're gonna use El Demonio's and um, Varys aid for this next one. But if you can get another one, you can get that up to plus six, Jabert. Uh, 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 one more, one more. Yeah, try. for for hour two. Oh, oh, let's try it. Ooh. Not, not that you have all day, but hooray! All right, I figured so out the sticky keys. Rebecca plus six, which <laughs> it's taking you to plus seventeen for your for your dice roll here. Do not roll another two, and we might have this. All right, I'll try. The twenty-seven. There we go. Plus. All right. Plus six. Six? All right. All right. Never mind. You do it by yourself after you get it explained to you. Yeah. So it's a couple hours of work. You're able to pinpoint kind of like general cardinal directions, even though there's like definitely some interference from the scrap heaps. Um, but like straight east of Kefek Depot. And after kind of triangulating a little bit, Riddle comes forward and pulls out a map of the area and, and lays it out for you guys to examine. And it seems to be in the some of the oldest crashed starship frames uh, ever discovered on the planet. This area outside of the depot called the Outer Junk Fields. And uh, when you figure out like that's where it's sending you, Riddle just, you know, vehemently shakes her head. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Well, I'm sorry, Barry, but the outer junk fields, they're a death trap. Have been ever since, I mean, a bunch of space goblins and then the Keshtis moved in about a year ago. They've turned the place into a war zone. The goblins, the, the Akeshtis, I, I mean, each think that they should be in charge and neither side's willing to budge. They don't let anyone else go out there without, you know, uh, robbing them or worse. They're constantly trying to kill each other. I mean, there's a no-fly zone over that entire area because they bring down everything that floats overhead. I mean, you'd think that at this point, one of them would gain the upper hand. I mean, but they're all so, so tenacious, that bunch. I'm I'm sorry. It's just too dangerous. Uh, obviously, very thirteen objections. Says, oh nonsense! I mean, you've got the bravest, most clever guides in all the Depot here. Uh, I've seen them firsthand, and uh, you all seem to have a sense of adventure about you. 
uh, beyond, I mean, potential fame and fortune inherent in such a discovery. I mean, think of the the educational and the historic value of such a find this could bring in. Uh, do you guys have any, uh, is, is anyone reluctant to go into a more dangerous part of the, the outer um, junkyards? I mean, I have to say that the, the uh, line about anything overhead is in danger. I, I think Jewel would instinctively reach out to Piston and, and pat it. Yeah, I think uh, drag it down like a balloon. No, right, come down. I think yeah, Olivian okay. sort of floats down a little bit lower, I mean, just just shorter than uh, than El Demonio. Makes her uh, last a little I, I, bit I think, because he's like two feet tall. <laughs> right, as as low as I try to get, I can't get lower than Mix. Javi <laughs> uh, uh, would would step up and say, you know, I don't care where we going, as long as you're footing the bill. I'll be there. Well, well, uh, very 13, you know, kind of jumps in. Uh, money is no object. Uh, considering the importance of the Stellar Flares research, Riddle kind of nods and looks at you and says, I mean, there's hazard, you know, pay in, in a job like this. Maybe it's worth your guys' time. Uh, very 13 continues and says, you all are welcome to the remains of my research grant from the Feldspar Research Fund. Right now, I'm I'm down to only eight thousand credits, but I will personally have it transferred to your accounts when we find the wreckage, when we make the discovery. All I need is to send some verifiable proof back to Feldspar HQ, and I will wire that money direct. I mean, it, that is nothing. <laughs> that is very small potatoes compared to the financial windfall of a scientific discovery like this. I mean, I'm very happy to offer you all uh, a complete individual 5% stake in future sales of this technology. That could set you up for life. You included Riddle uh, as co-owners of this discovery. Now, slow down. I don't want my name on any hoity smarty intellect papers or any research discovery future grants whatever have you with it oh Javi I am so sorry to tell you I am going to cite you as a a contributor on all of my papers Hmm. (laughs) I'm gonna have all those redacted my friend (laughs) you're you're getting BCC'd on emails for the end of time (laughs) oh yes (laughs) we will have vast email chains discussing the finer points of punctuation and some of my co-workers don't know how to use email. They will reply all. They're going to reply all, all of the time. This is one They're of the few times I'm glad saying, I don't Everyone stop reply. replying all. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think I will pass on all that as fine as it may seem, as long as I have rights to keep whatever I find inside the ship, besides your computers and things. There are bound to be weapons and other artifacts had hidden in such a in such a wreckage. Let me keep those and we'll call it even. I I, I have no problem with that so long as it does not pertain uh, to the research that they had on the ship. But they might have some uh, fairly vintage antique weapons, uh, perhaps as it was hundreds of, of years ago. Um, those might be very valuable as well. It, it I mean there there might be. Not a lot of that left if it has been in the, the junkyards for so long, but I, I have high hopes that at least part of the ship is intact if the transponder beacon was active. Um, as I said, I would gladly share future profits, minimum 5%, um, 
for for each of us and uh so long as we can we can head out there now uh do you guys have any questions before you you move out and and go to another part of these these massive junk fields sounds like even a larger area than the car yards uh Uh, there's a, a whole section here i think for a lot of new players to for starfinder uh talking about like what are space goblins <laughs> and it gives a, a a description of them and uh you guys know of akeshtis as well they're a another small spacefaring uh lizard kind of um race i was going to ask if, if there was any kind of route through the is this a city or you know area that we can avoid some of the trouble perhaps stay out of people's way yeah so riddle can can help you with getting out of the city like moving around the outskirts it'll take like a full hour to to you know walk around the city but i mean it's still morning at this point so there'll be plenty of daylight left for your for your walk out into the wastes um she you know says that uh, she's going to stay here as it's still a little too dangerous for her to be out in the streets. Um, but is is confident after you've returned with Vary from the, the car yard, you guys can can do it yourself. So yeah, she will wish you guys luck. She says she's going to keep an, an ear out here in the depot in case you get in trouble and says, you know, bah. I mean, like I said, be careful out there. Those outer junk fields, oh, they're dangerous. And they've been Places that have been picked over time and time again over the centuries. There's all kinds of old wrecks. And some of the first junk prospectors out there, well, they were they were an or- ornery bunch and they might have left traps behind or let loose unnatural animals into the environments. And who knows? Just so just keep your wits about you, junk finders. Alright? So long and good luck. That should have been what this game was called. Junk finder. Junk finder. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmic Junk is the name of this mini <laughs> season. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, I hope you're not tired of descriptions of decrepit scrap heaps because we got quite a few more. Um, okay, so yeah, about an hour to get through the rest of Kefak Depot unnoticed, you know, skirting the, the edges here. And compared to the car yards where you, you did find these very clearly delineated paths, um, as you get to the outskirts of the the junk fields through a, a another area that's similar to the car yards, kind of like the more manicured junk heaps, uh, you get to just endless mazes of barely visible trails, the ground, if you will. I mean, it's just like walking over giant bags of uh, junk and trash and things like that that people have left out here. Um this is not the tourist friendly <laughs> uh, area that the, the car yards were. Uh, yeah. And uh, one of the directions Riddle gave you before you headed out here is when you see a tower of refrigerators, that you're at the border of the outer junk fields. Um, and the, the walk there, um, you spend like maybe another hour or so. So we're about midday as you walk past um what what is known as the rust district outside of the depot and you see a whole bunch of of, of various landmarks um there's a small lake of disposable plastic containers you see 
a warped um, kind of fused together uh, tree made of panels and panes of transparent aluminum and a entire tunnel leading into the the outer junk fields uh, made out of 11,924 copies of the game E.T. for Atari. <laughs> they made it all the way to Akaton. What's Atari? Survived the gap. Got off too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Um, That's right. The the only piece of the only piece of knowledge that has survived the gap is, <laughs> is these uh, E.T. games. <laughs> Just like the the Easter egg in. Um, the Star Wars prequels. E.T. is an alien race in Starfinder. It's not canon yet, but he's he's in the background of like every scene of Absalom <laughs> Station, just like E.T. Aren't we like, all try, try, trying to worm here? Yes, but we're spo- we're talking specifically about E.T. You know who I'm talking about when I say E.T. <laughs> Rebecca. He's he's sitting back at the payphone, like looking for a quarter. <laughs> All right, uh, and do yourself a favor and never look up the sequel plot because it, it sounds like a like a a wild homebrew style Starfighter. It's it's nutty. E.T. kicks in the door with like bandoliers oh, no, like, of ammo. Like it's like, his come with me if like, you want to live. His race are like, like bounty hunters or something. It's really wild. <laughs> come with <Sarah> me. Connor. <laughs> I'm looking for a boy. Um, I'm, I'm sorry to say this because I don't think you guys are super well trained. Uh, can is anyone got survival? Can you make me some survival checks making your way after you get past this tower of refrigerators? Uh, yeah. I certainly can try. No. It's a 19. Ooh, 19. Okay, so yeah, DC 18 keeps you on the right track uh, following this very, you know, kind of just cardinal directions through. Hey, you gotta know your way around run a venue. <laughs> Bad's direction is on it. (laughs) You could just love camping. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. (laughs) I always know where craft services is. (laughs) Okay. So with that and successfully kind of tracking the the signal earlier in the the day, um, one of the the first clearings that you come to uh, as you move forward opens up into like a, a small valley where you see swaths of trash have been kind of pushed away and you see uh, red pitted earth um, underneath the the junk here and there are a bunch of stagnant pools full of very filthy standing water surrounding a dark but dry looking hole in the middle of this clearing about 10 foot in diameter can you take us to map of, of what we're seeing here boop, boop. ah trash valley that's what they call this place a bunch of trash and I will bring over characters one sec some sort of a toad hole <laughs> I mean it is, it is a hole in the dirt uh, does anybody want to examine here or, or make some Absolutely conjecture. Not. Can I send the drone to kind of fly over cautiously? <laughs> right, if somebody's going to fly over and get like eaten in one bite, I'd prefer it for it to not be me. But so thank you. Yeah. Uh, what what role can we do for this, Patrick? Perception, physical science? 
Well, let's let's have um, Piston make a perception check. This looks suspiciously like an anthill or something. Piston's like not that. so good at perception. Great. I don't think That's anyone really is bad. good at perception, right? Oh, that. That's a seven. Okie dokie. I'll go take oh. a look. No, I mean, no, it's- no, no. Come back. Come back. You come back. <laughs> well, I mean, you can take a look from, from afar before. All right, are you going up, uh, Javi? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I love Jabert to death, but he can't just keep suicidally running the brain into bad situations <laughs> by himself. He's no, done this I like four times already in the short time we've had this campaign going, and I'm sick of it. He doesn't get to kill his character so he can roll a new one. I'm not no, allowing it. No, I want <laughs> to be an operative again. <laughs> no. uh, so, so yeah, if the, as, as the brain floats into inevitable danger, I, I, I have I have a very low strength. I'm sure you can just pull me back. If you want, uh, <laughs> do you want to look? I'll take a peek f- while I'm there. Oh yeah, do you want to fly over the the pit, or do you want to be like kind of level with Hoppy so he can grab you? Um, I'm I'm sort of like yeah, at ground level. Um, sort of like uh, if if there's a pit, I'm sort of like staying staying like at the normal ground level. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is a, a a fairly deep dark hole, and I mean you see. Um, just like mounds of of dirt and maybe maybe some things that look like perhaps animal markings. Why don't you make me a life science check looking around these pools as you go? Um, mm. and anyone that has moved forward to the hole. So Javi, if you want to make one, go right ahead. Oh no! Can, oh, can no. I can, can I move forward to the hole and do a life science check? <laughs> uh, not at this point. I'm going to move you back, El Demonio, because. Uh, Boop. As uh, as you're looking down, peering in, uh, mm. let's get into initiative turn order. As you hear a from from down below and popping out said hole are a couple of fairly uh, large, kind of like big dog size lizards, tailless lizards, horribly mute, mutated. You can tell by uh, uh, faster on. Uh, very thick highs of shiny crystallized materials protruding from bulbous backsides. <laughs> this is the most trash initiative we've rolled as a group. I've never seen it oh, this Oh, no. Oh, Drew saves it. Drew saves Drew. it with a stellar roll. Help us, Drew. Help us. I was trying we to do a life almost. science check, but y'all were like, I'm going to go and float over the hole. But no, Whoa. I got plus nine to oh, life whoa, science. Whoa, Shut on. up, Drew. Speak up. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> You can't, you can't be a wuss in going to the hole and then hear somebody something about life science and decide you actually wanted to be over there. Yeah, no no life science unless you see the if you you gotta look at the hole you gotta pay that toad hole toll. I don't want Tyler to get so close to, to holes to save other characters from holes that he tries to. Yeah, I know he wants to be an operative. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only going to kill there's, the good characters. Yeah, the there's, 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 money there's, going down. <laughs> there's a conspiracy on this show. There's those who want Jabert to die so he can have an operative, and there are those who don't. And then there's everyone. <laughs> and then there's everyone who's not named Jabert on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, trash initiative rolls by everybody but Drew. We all rolled single digits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh boy! Even yeah. even luckily, even Patrick rolled single digits. So we're just saving our twenties, Tyler. Yeah, you know what? Us. I hope so. I'm hoping. 
I'm hoping combat's good. I'm, these things, I don't know if they're supposed to be scary, but the art's kind of cute, actually. It's it's not bad. Uh, these are, um, I can tell you before you even get a look at them, faster toads. <laughs> uh, faster toads. And, oh, that's so cute until they attack us and crit us and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm a little worried that they're going to have that that tongue makes me think they can that they have reach and that they can grab and then get to the center so, of the pot. <laughs> I'm hoping that they don't just tongue the brain and drag it down into the hole with their grabability. I I'm upset by the term tongue the brain and I want to <laughs> yeah, strike Tyler, that you. from the record. <laughs> nope. <laughs> How many six licks does indeed it take to get to the brain pop center of a brain pop? Oh, um, brain stem. The brain, yeah, the abdulla oblongata, if you will. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I, I stalled enough. Stalled enough looking for my initiative, and yeah, it's not great. So obviously, Drew going first with a seventeen. Um, you see these things pop out of the hole right next to Javi, and. Um, our, our good friend Alabians and hovering above Piston. What do you want to do? Mixer. Can I identify these things? I know we know their name, but can I identify some like facts about them and stuff like that? Yeah, now that you can see them, life science will do. Before you would not have been able to because you couldn't see them. That's a 23. Okay, so a 23 is enough to know uh, two things, two pertinent pieces of information. Do you have anything in particular or uh, special abilities? Mm, there is a couple and let's see, probably the most pertinent uh, plates of impure faster than cover their back. And there's a 20% chance that a critical hit against it is treated as a normal attack. Um, and that's good, if you good hit, to know because I was planning backside. to crit them every time. So this you wanna... game loves to take your critical hits away. It <laughs> loves it. I have never run across so many monsters that are just straight up. You can't crit me or your crits don't affect me or you. Yeah, you can crit me, but maybe you won't. You got to roll the D100. Drew, continue with your turn. Don't listen to <laughs> Tyler's rant here. <laughs> uh, what? Do we have any oh, we so, something else you want to know about it? Uh, weaknesses. Let's see. I don't believe there are any, any weaknesses. Um, that was its defensive capability. I will give you its KAC instead. It is 13. 13, level one, you guys. Uh, what, uh, what would you like to do? KAC. Yep. All right. So, um, apparently you've got some teammates between you and them. They're about 35, 40 feet away in surrounding this toad hole uh, mixer wants to pull out his ranged weapon mm -hmm. uh his uh, uh cast liquidator yeah he's gonna aim for the more southern one because he thinks he has a better shot at that and he wants to load in the uh the minor biohack mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the uh the excuse me the basic biohack the basic inhibitor and hit this uh thing with it Yep, maybe a little easier to hit that than the other one. Uh, still in a little bit of cover. Go ahead and make a shot. That's an eight, which ain't great. Uh, six on the dice, a miss for you. Uh, but next in the turn order is Jewel. It's not their turn yet. Yeah, uh, Jewel is going to tell Piston to get out of there 
a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Piston's going to back up a ways, um, and they are each going to take a shot. I am behind El Demonio right now. Does that mean that there's soft cover? Uh, I mean, the the one that uh, Drew shot at is probably a little easier. The other uh, toad, you've got Javi and um, Elabians kind of obfuscating the shot a little bit more. So a little little easier to hit this one. Yeah, I'll shoot. uh, Jewel is going to shoot at the southern one, and Piston's going to shoot at the northern one. Okay. Gosh. All right. Jewel shots. Rockin' an arc pistol if memory serves. That's right. It's a 22 to hit for three Uh, damage. Yeah, that'll hit. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So it takes a a shock, and the other one's taking some teleporting bullets. It is, with the skip shot. Pistol. Ooh. Oh, that's a natural 20. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. you went up. But there, there we go. Off, Here remember, we go. There's a one it's in four get chance. Negated. <laughs> it's well, going to get negated. Now that you said that, yeah, yeah it's going to get negated. Let's go. Faster than hide. Fortify. What do I need to roll? Um, I will roll it as a 20% mischance. So I'm rolling a D10 and uh, we'll say a nine or a 10. It is just a regular hit. Mm-hmm. It's a six. It's a critical hit. Yes. Yeah. Critical right. hit. Call out a Crittermander, Patrick. Before we roll this damage, call somebody out. Oh, boy. So many, so many friends uh, in our Patreon supporting us at right now the $10 or more level. Oh, my goodness. There's so many. Who haven't we? Oh, um, the Double Doge. Uh, flanking Buddy. Uh, thank you so much. For, for helping us out. Um, this is a pretty good Thanks, amount of damage Dish. and there's bleed with it as well. Yeah, that's my critical effect. Oh, so no. five damage plus two bleed. Oh no, that's that's very bad Great. for these very guys. Nice. Uh, okay, and that is, uh, oh, do you have a, oh, you've already moved with Pissin. All right, so that is your turn and we are on to their turn, our Sweet, sweet faster toads who, yeah, don't think they necessarily have to move because they got seem like it. (laughs) They got some reach with their tongue attack. You might have been a little correct about that. Oh, boy. Oh, man. What? (laughs) Uh, um, Uh, I'm going to buy you a six pack if you get this brain killed by toads. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this this southern one is going to make a, a 10 foot uh, kind of reach attack against Javi trying to grab maybe one of those gun arms. Let's, let's try that first. Okay. What is your KAC? 15. 15. I've rolled a 14. Uh, not only is that a hit and you get blasted with some bludgeoning tongue damage. Let's roll that. Oh, you're going to take the gun out of my hand. It is four points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, not Guns not out of your hand, but you are uh, automatically grabbed by grabbed. this tongue. Oh, so I called it. It has reach and grab. It, uh, it wraps <laughs> wraps its tongue around your, your arm, so you've got the, the grabbed condition. Uh, let's do the same versus a brain. 
I am it's invincible. It's a, oh, a natural one there. Natural, let's, let's call it. Natural one. Hobby, uh, stand back. These things are dangerous. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, you guys just leveled up. All right, so I'm not, not pulling a card for these guys because these are actually lower level you, than you. So let's just move on. That one's not too happy. He'll actually maybe... Uh, as a move action, back up a little bit from you, Alilibians, as it misses the giant brain in front of it. Uh, and let's go on to Javi, your turn. Sorry, you took that two bleed damage, right? Oh, at the end of this one's turn, it does indeed. Um, so technically, you've done seven points of damage to this one on the, the north side, of the, I, I guess the far east side of the hole right now, but the, the north of these two. Um, excellent. What you got? Tyler. Well, I'm grappled. Yes. I'm going to shoot it back, but that inflicts a mi- <coughs> minus two to this attack. I'm not going to try to escape it. I'm just going to try to shoot it. Hand cannon shot. I can have big number. Oh, man. Just never mind. Skip me. A five on the dice is going to be a miss. Oh, nine is a big number in terms oh. of like numbers of fingers. So. <laughs> I hope it's all relative you know. on one hand, maybe <laughs> it's especially uh, big on one hand. All right. I'm going to pistol whip the brain. <laughs> I, need the, uh, oh, no. uh, I think that's uh, I think that's it. All righty. Uh, Alabians 21 2. What would you like to do? Let's see. All right. This one is scooted away from me a little bit. And this one is it's tongue tied. Um, so I think I'm going to uh, float back a short distance. Um, and uh, I'm going to cast a powerful spell upon this one to the south. Uh, cast Days. No, not Days. Yay. Not days for days. It's days and for days. It's a will save to negate. Sorry, I'm drawing a tongue lashing out around Happy's arm. Uh, okay, a will save or a faster toad. A five on the dice. I'm probably not going to. I don't need to look that up. That's a miss or a Yay. fail, I should say. <laughs> Real bad will save. So this one, yeah, gets its tongue around Javi, but then starts blinking wildly as it becomes dazed. Yeah. Um, and that is uh, uh, dazed as, no as, pro- yeah, yeah. as the condition yeah. uh, for its next turn. That will bring us to El Demonio. Ooh, last in the turn order, first in our hearts. So uh, El Demonio seeing that uh, Javi is in a sticky situation is going to run up to this Toad mm-hmm. and the dazed one, <laughs> yeah, and give him a Batista bomb. Oh, <laughs> Batista made it through the gap. Oh, off by one to 12. <laughs> yeah, of course, dazed. Batista made it through the, ba- the gap, Tyler. Come on, versus EAC, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, against EAC. That's a hit. Vanguard. All right, that's uh, three. I was about to believe Miles about. <laughs> Don't believe me about anything. It's number. <laughs> uh, yes, that is a hit. So you come up and give him a, a good uh, knocking about. Uh, he's still, you know, completely out of it. It's just kind of like uh, 
glazed over as it's got a stung wrapped around Javi ten feet away. It's sort of like um, like the little Tweety birds are floating around, but it's but it's it's little <laughs> little brains. toads hopping. Oh, brains! <laughs> you got brain days. You done got brained. Uh, turn two, Drew. Back to you. It all rhymes. Oh, this right. Times. Uh, so I think um, Mixer can make it down here from his. Right. Yeah, moving, moving close, moving into potential. And can uh, I can I swap range. weapons while I do that? Uh, swap weapons. You can bring out a another weapon as oh, you go. Yeah, I guess I can because uh, I want to pull out my needler and I want to uh, to poke El Demonio in the back to give him a uh, a basic uh, booster. I, give well, him- I should say if you are um, doing something that requires two hands, you might need to drop the, the pistol because you won't have it'll, it'll take a, a move action as well to like stow it. And then I'll just shoot him in the back with a with a basic <laughs> the basic oh. booster. Oh, yeah, if you're doing it to a friend, <laughs> perfectly fine. Uh, so, yeah. And, and so uh, uh, El Demonio, you got plus one to AC right now, buddy. Awesome. Since you're in the mix. <laughs> just come up and just uh, air inject him in the back of the gun. Just zoom. <laughs> um, okay, Jewel, back to you, Miss Crit 2021. Yeah, uh, let's try to repeat that. Oh, I wish you would. Let's see. I'm trying to think if I need to move anybody anywhere. Uh, I'm going to move Piston over a little bit just to get a clear shot on the one to the north that has bleed on it. And Jewel is going to continue against the one to the south. So Jewel goes first. It's a 24 to hit, two damage. Uh, the, this one to the south that's dazed first? Yes. Okay, yeah, definitely a hit, obviously. Been rolling rocks there as well, 19. <laughs> All right, and then Piston to, is uh, taking a shot at the other one. Oh, that's a natural one. Oh, no. That's how it works. That's how it happens. That's how you go. All right, let me pull. Oh, do you want a official crit fail or a cosmic crit? Crittermander fail. Let's do a Crittermander fail. And even the drone draws a card. Come on. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, no. I think that was our ruling was the drone was a no for both crit hits and... What fails well, for season crits. two? It just can't get a card, right? Yes, yes, yeah. No, no cards for the the drone. I um, I don't I have I I can't remember that far back in my life, so I have no idea. Just That's fine keep, with me. Keep it going. Okay. Yeah, it, it, there's so many that like, um, uh, especially our critter commander ones. I don't think are like geared towards drones. But anyway, uh, I mean, it's a <laughs> after a. A direct hit. Uh, this one just goes like completely wide. <laughs> I think your your drone is way off calibration. Um, that is going to be your turn and brings us back to the toads. And I've got a couple targets now. Let's see who this this one that's not dazed wants to to go for. Did I roll a dice? I did. And that is who's. Oh, that's going to be El Demonio. So this one that is not dazed is 10 feet away. I'm going to try and make that Tongue attack against our orc fighter friend. So first things first. Ooh, this is against KC. Hey, uh, your KC is 18 right now, Miles? Yes. Oh boy, that's another hit. And that is another grab with the tongue. Um, four points of bludgeoning damage. And I'll draw 
draw more tongues on the the battlefield here. Um, going going over to never you. cross the streams, Patrick. What are you doing? And let me just double check uh, some rules. Hmm. All right, now if you move this when I move that way, they'll be tongue tied. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna move on it. Turn. Uh, well, actually, you see it kind of. Actually, can it do this? It's gonna move and start going down into the the hole. It's still reachable from where you are, but it looks like it wants to drag you down into the hole. Um, that seems to be its uh, its ability. So it's it's like climbing on the edge of its toad hole, and the other one is uh, snaps out of its daze. And this guy that's dragging you down is bleeding out. Takes another two points of bleed. And Javi, we're back to you. So there's a toad. There's still a toad attached to me. And now the toad that's attached to El Demonio Verde is trying to drag him down. I'm going to shoot the toad that's still attached to me. Yeah, I don't think the the grapple condition end unless you kind of like end it. Yeah, Um, not going to do that. Is that a move action or a standard action to do that? Um, I believe a move. Oh, well, I'll, then. I'll double check under acrobatic skills. If it's a move action, I might as well go for it since I'm not using that. Because that's the right, escape ability, right? Uh, uh, oh, nope. It is a standard action unless you have oh, an well, ability. Then. Forget about it. All right. Taking a shot at the the one grappling you or no? The, the one, one grappling yeah, me. Yeah. The one grappling him. Okay. Right ahead. At a minus two, but if I could just roll not total trash, that'd be fun. Just, Uh-oh. just would rather, Ooh. I would rather eat the petrified remains of a hedgehog's it- quills <laughs> than play this game sometimes. Uh, I mean, this makes sense. I don't actually, I'm not even sure. Um, I guess you have to actually spend a move action to reload it because. You're like down to one hand, basically, if you're you're grappled in this situation, right? Yeah, which is fine. All right, but you, you can still quick reload. I guess that makes sense. I can still but reload as a swift action. I guess technically it's it's got the unwieldy trade if you're not able to put yeah. both hands on it. But that doesn't matter. Uh, if you roll a two, a, a Labians, 21 two. <laughs> you got two twos in your name. <laughs> oh, boy. Is there, um, huh, is there one of these guys that looks a little worse for the wear than the other one? Uh, the one trying to drag El Demonio down into the hole, you see an actively kind of bleeding gut wound on it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little scoot back, and I'm going to open up my enormous brain, and I'm going to reach out with powerful mind bullets, and uh, of course, I mean energy ray. I'm gonna shoot it with an energy ray. Gotcha. Uh, ranged attack. 14 versus the AC. Uh, a hit. All right. Uh, let's see. It's electricity. Okay. All right. I like it. Two points of electricity. All righty. This one's looking pretty bloody trying to bring Demonio down. El Demonio, it is your turn. All right. So he is going to obviously try to attack um, mm-hmm. the one that's trying to drag him down. Maybe use that tongue to try to smash him in the wall or something. <laughs> oh, we'll see what the dice say. Uh, you currently are uh, grappled as well. So um don't think that'll really affect you with your, oh, well, no. Grappled, it's minus two to most attack rolls. Um, but uh, just a single attack? 
Yes, and that's a um, 20. Uh, yes, yep, hit for four points of damage. Four, four damage. Okay, so it is still up, but he's looking, he's looking ragged. This one, mm-hmm. as we go to turn three, Andrew back to should have rolled twice. <laughs> All should've right, should have a uh, Mixer is going to pull out his uh, uh, needler, uh, his, his sword in the other hand. And run to the other side of this uh, this tonguey boy, and just oh boy, hit it with the sword. All right, flanking with El Demonio. Say twenty-one to hit. Yeah, yeah, that's a hit <laughs> for eighteen points of damage. Oh, I can't that's imagine not, that's, that's not correct. true. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't get a plus fourteen to damage. Plus Drew. fourteen Wait. static bonus. Oh, what are you, le- what are you level fifteen? I'm sorry. I put it. I don't know why there's. Uh, no, that's definitely is wrong. It, is it? Plus, I'm, I'm level twelve. Is it plus four? No. It, it, no. Yeah. It, 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 I had a plus one in there for some reason that that ended up getting a one one. Uh, no, it should be just plus. Uh, Nothing. So uh, let's see. You, you don't have, have no, a strength? No strength bonus. Uh, well, my strength is uh, just plus one. So okay. So it should just be one d four plus or one d six plus one. So it's five. <laughs> I love yeah, how five. nonchalantly you said eighteen points a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, right. We've been playing upper level characters. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've been playing. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. But all right. So now that one is bloodied, and they both look about the same kind of. Uh, bad off or worse off as we go on to Jewel. All right. Jewel is going to uh, I think we're going to do the same thing except for this time the drone is going to shoot twice. Can it do that? And have I mean, yeah. Can I have Pissin shoot twice and Jewel (laughs) shoot just once? Uh, Yes. All right. So Jewel goes first. Uh, That's a natural one. Oh boy! Good job, All right. Jewel. All right. So, actual critter man. <laughs> can you, can you say that day? in Jewel's voice, though? <laughs> well, gosh darn it! <laughs> Why do these things keep moving? This stinking gun! I need to get a new one. I'm uh, throwing this one down a hole. Gone down a dirt hole. Uh, not a not a terrible. Oh no! Wait, this is that's the melee uh, submitted by. Uh, ooh, I'm not, I don't know if I've seen this one, Caro. Cogitatus. Uh, this is called Neutrino Burst Overload. Your weapon overpowers, causing double damage, but the recoil. Wait, this is a critical fail? Uh, but the recoil throws off your aim. Oh, make a second attack roll at a random target. Oh. Allies in it. We have seen this one. Oh. Enemies and yourself oh. included. A crit of natural one on this second nor. Uh, is is ignored okay so in your field of view i think in the battle um i mean you uh, why don't we roll a, a d8 those are there's eight my rolling that yeah go for it master of your own destiny it's a four that's one of the toads oh uh, good right <laughs> oh no Oh no, that's Javi. <laughs> you, oh, I, I'm sorry, no. I included you in this count. Dang it. Javi is fourth down on the initiative turn. Oh no, I guess no, because you could have killed your drone. Um, no, that's one of the toads. That's uh, this the southern one here. So you get to make a second attack at potentially double damage um, with with the second attack. So, so All right. are we gonna are we gonna use the first 
macros damage. So we're going to double that one or we're going to double this new one. Uh, we'll double the new one. Okay. See what happens. It's a 16 to hit. Yeah, that, so that is a hit even through El Demonio. So double damage is eight points, and that one's dead. Best critical fail ever. Best critical fail ever. I, I that mean, was very lucky. You, you could have taken <laughs> out your drone or somebody else with some some uh, very dangerous d- damage. I think that one has gone against someone on your team in the past. <laughs> yes. I don't I don't remember the name, but thank you, Caro Kachtetis. Um We still got two attacks from Piston. Yes, so, so these will be at negative four each, right? Correct. I wanted to say negative five oh, because of PF2E, but uh, all right. First one is a miss. That's why we rolled twice, right? Natural two <sighs> on the first and a natural four on the second. Okay, we're moving on to this last bastard toad who will, I guess, try and drag uh, El Demonio down. Let me make a... Um, guess like a drag attack what would that be under a um combat uh whatchamacallit combat maneuver i think it's it's just it's just like a like a melee attack right Mm, yeah oh yes it is that but i'd have to roll pretty high so let me let me try that it is gonna move down into the bottom of the pit out well i guess yeah i guess it'd be outside of your range just like 10 feet down now and try and drag you down with it, Miles. An 18 on the dice is enough, believe it or not. Plus eight to your KAC. Oh, you go, you go down, good sir, into the the, the muck with with our, our friend. Um, make me a reflex save, Miles. Alright. A 16. Okay, so half damage. I believe it's just D6 for for falling in the pit. Blue, but you do uh, land prone and take one point of damage as uh, as we go into Javi and you see uh, the the toad on you is is dead, but uh, your friend is is down in a hole with this other one. Can oh. I see the other toad? Oh, and that other one takes some damage. Uh, yes, yes, you're standing right at the the edge of the pit. Um, I think All maybe right. yeah, maybe El Demonio is a little in the way. Rips the tongue off of his gun hand. Now he can use both hands. He has no excuse for why he shouldn't hit this next attack. <laughs> I mean, that is a great I reason why the, the other ones up. were missed. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he feels more confident than he's ever felt in, in his entire life as he aims uh, at this ugly you're, toad. You're going to have to use your level reroll if you fail. This yeah, <laughs> get blasted, toad. Oh, that's a hit. Uh, three points of damage. Oh, that is enough to kill it. It had three hit points. And we are out. Wait, so if I'm dangling, does it just drop me down this hole? Oh, no, you already fell down. You did get dropped down the hole. That was the damage damage. you took. Uh, So you're about 10 feet down. Oh, so it's not like a big hole. I mean, ten feet is uh, a significant hole. Uh, It's a it's a swimming pool. Like, uh, how, how? Um, six feet under is where they bury bodies. So you're like up, you know, the ground is like a few feet above your head. Um, make make me a perception check while you're down there, Miles. All right. I guess everyone can make a perception check. We're out of combat. Uh, 18. Oh, ne- never mind. Don't roll perception checks. We got it. Uh, it is fortuitous, perhaps, that you're down there. It's an easier check when you're in the bottom of this pit. You find a half-buried container, um, like a large chest 
in the the bottom of this toad hole. There what are. If it's a, what if it's another five serums of healing? <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit better than that is five thousand UPBs oh. and a a Mark One Mind Link circ, uh, circlet. Good news, Javi. Good news. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Javi's getting a new gun. (laughs) I I was going to ask if the contender said TCRI, but never mind. (laughs) Um, Yeah, way to go. Boy, is DC 15 perception check. If you go down there and DC 20, I was like, oh, they're going to lose so many credits in this fight (laughs) that they are never going to find. How are you guys doing? You need to take a a rest. Um, I think after this, Barry 13 comes forward and says, those were giant toads that tried to kill you. How are you all? Oh, uh, annoyed. Not, do not worry, Very. We bested them most expertly. Mm, they didn't even touch us. And I go over and I pat uh, uh, Jewel on the head. Uh, Javi looks down <laughs> at his clothes and, and says, oh. I've got toad saliva on my clothes. <laughs> it's the most expensive thing I own is this shirt. And now it smells like, oh, dang. Mm, Let me do a life science check. Let me do a life science check (laughs) to see if the toad saliva is the most expensive thing he's wearing. Uh, Very 13 comes up and says, I mean, I don't know if this makes you feel better or worse, but I mean, don't worry about it. You smelled very bad before this. (laughs) It it, it will not make a difference. (laughs) You you smell Uh, like the desert. El Demonio uh, pats hot in the back and say, don't worry. We got enough money to take care of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Turns out there was enough money in there and just enough for you to get a bath. <laughs> in his pocket. You said there was like 5,000 credits in there? 5,000. Yeah. UPBs, not credits. Get yourself yeah. a new set of clothes. I mean, yeah, UPBs, if, if anyone's got the technical know-how, you can um, potentially spend some downtime out here in the, the wastes and, and put together some some items. Um, yeah, we are we are out of combat here, and you guys can continue on unless, does anyone want to take a 10-minute rest? Nope. No. I'm in Yeah, anybody, anybody in HP that I can heal? Guess not. Nope. Yeah, no one, no one definitely no one in HP. I think I already hit twice <laughs> two, two times uh okay fours yeah i'm not great d force okay so you guys found the loot that's uh, a, a big positive for you i <laughs> this adventure i'd be checking like every single junk heap that you pass be like i'm i'm just taking 20 on all the junk <laughs> there's gotta be something good in uh, every hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah i we're sticking our head immediately in every single hole from here on out. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not too long after this encounter, maybe like one in the afternoon or so, as you're going deeper in the direction you believe the stellar flare to be, um, you come across a jumble of, of rusting iron cross beams that look like they've been ripped from inside a starship. And in the distance, you hear a couple voices, um, kind of loud, maybe maybe arguing uh, kind of echoing through the the canyons of junk here. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Uh, listen in on them. At this distance, you know, maybe a um, hundred feet away or so, with like junk in between. They're just like it's it's a very indistinct chatter. At uh, you'd have uh, to get closer. Then El Demonio would like to sneak up and get closer. Ooh, uh, and, and, I, I guess. Uh, this is the point where we have the stealth conversation. Is anyone uh, trained or got some? Uh, El has plus five to stealth. Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Uh, Mixer, 
is a bartender. He's used to being able to hear people over huge crowds and lots of noise. Mm-hmm. Can I roll a yeah. bartender check to see if he can hear anything that's going on? Well, there's Are you not, in a bar? There's not large. <laughs> Are we in a bar right now? Did we <laughs> teleport inside a bar opposite. where it would be applicable? I thought it was, I thought it was really... Okay. <laughs> You're literally... I was, I was there's more totally away, not in a gone. crowd. It's <laughs> maybe I can hear. It's, I don't it's know. so no. quiet here. <laughs> I mean... 10 points for trying. I like, I, I love the effort. And minus well, 20 for wasting our time. No, Drew, <laughs> Drew, make, make your bartender check right now. Oh. Make it. Watch, I'm going to have to eat my words. I'm going to have to eat my words. Natural no! 20. <laughs> uh, you still don't hear anything. I'm just oh, <laughs> yeah. That is because perfection bartender isn't perception. <laughs> no, that is enough to perhaps oh, get funny. timber not words okay. but the timber the tone of, of what is being said make me a life science check what do 18. your what do your former goblin ears hear uh, that is enough to not only identify one voice but two um, not what they're saying at this distance like I said but you can tell one of these voices is the how would I put it? The shrill, the overly shrill, excited uh, voice of a goblin. And the other is that of a dower, the, the hissing sounds of an Akeshti. The supposed two factions that are at war out here in the outer junk uh, lands. I still we sneak up on them. Yeah, I'm still going to sneak up on them. Yeah. Does everyone want to roll me a, a stealth check moving Moving forward. Are we all stealthily moving forward? It's up to you. I mean, it appears so. Can I there. send my drone? My drone has stealth. Uh, yeah. Do you do you want to stay stay behind a little bit so you're? Yeah, uh, I'll stay behind a little bit. Uh, Ilbians. My eyes. Ilbians, do you want to as well? No, I am the sneakiest. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Rebecca rolled twenty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that a certain number of the people stuffing forward have to make successes in order for you guys to move completely stealthy. Albians and Jewel are moving back, and we've got um, Mixer, Demonio, Javi, and Piston moving forward. And uh, the rolls not in any order. 17, 14, 6, Tyler, and a natural 20 from, from Piston, who is... Is a stealth drone? Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, apparently hover yeah. drones are really good at stealth. <laughs> well, I think there's isn't there isn't there also a stealth drone? Uh well they're they're stealthy enough. They're like, you know, chopping up the air and that's about it. Um all right. So uh, a couple of you will get close enough and obviously Javi is like shuffling his feet as he goes, but you can hear um as you get closer, maybe about forty feet away, there's still a little bit of junk in front of you um these voices uh, a female space goblin and maybe you get bits and pieces through the junk heap you can see a dirty pair of coveralls um rummaging through what looks like a large chest and in the background it's like a male akeshti in a shiny silver flight suit um the akeshti uh, you can hear say just what is it in there you've been rummaging for hours oh uh- Nothing get in here. The goblin answers and closes the lid. See, this is what I was talking about. We have to focus. The goblin 
uh, balances on one leg, begins picking a nose with a, a pinky finger and says, ah, what? Merc, the mid-zone. Uh, you said you had a way to get into that starship. Uh, y- yes, I have a plan. She hops off the, the trunk, uh, opens it and says, oh, there, there might be something in here. Just give me some time. Um, why don't you guys uh, watching this interchange, give me a sense motive check. So that's the, the I guess the four of you have stealth forward here. No. Oh boy. Natural Ooh, boy. Natural. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you roll natural playing. You're not even there. I am there. I, I, I was the 17 that stealth forward. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, oh, uh, then I'm sorry. Yeah. I rolled. Who didn't stealth forward? Rebecca, Jules. did you, did you I roll? Didn't. No, I oh. didn't roll. I rolled for the drone, but. Oh, I miss Eldemonius check was a 12. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry about that. I only saw the four. Um, all right. Well, another natural 20 and we, oh, also a natural 16 from Mixer, who's uh, also drew rolling rocks. Uh, you guys can tell these two are very friendly with one another. And this seems at odds at the information you got that um, that these groups, um, the information from Riddle that they were at war with with each other and i mean they don't have weapons out they don't seem to be um uh or fighting at this point um what would you guys like to do um i mean they they were talking about a starship i mean i'm just i'm i'm just wondering i mean maybe the, if these guys know where it is maybe we can work out a deal because we just came into some money maybe we can we can split some cash with them if they all and I'm not rolling too well today, so I think we should try to avoid combat. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess uh, it's but me and uh, <laughs> me and Piston and uh, and Mixer up there at the top, just being like just uh, making this decision. Uh, oh no, it's 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 everyone. Ex- well, I mean, everyone except Barry. Uh, Jewel is there in the spirit with Piston. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, well then. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? You want to you want to oh, just try yeah. to you want to just try to get them to show us where the where the starship is? Yeah. Hey, um, Mixer, you go first. I I hold Mixer's hand and I say, "We will go together." All right. Good just luck. keep it quiet. is going to my middle name. El Demonio is going to kind of silently walk behind them, kind of to impose as almost like a bodyguard. Sure. Um, so, yeah, if you're just walking out in the open, they say, well, 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 who are you guys? Greetings, fellow fellow travelers. We are but mere researchers and uh, explorers and of, of foreign worlds. Uh, we have come into the information that you know of a starship of which we may seek, and we seek to make a deal. Oh, these guys must be psychic. They they know exactly what we're talking about. I am an enormous brain. <laughs> uh, here is some character art for uh, Merc, the oh. goblin. It's and so cute. It's very Kesh. cute. These Kesh. are now my best friends. <laughs> uh, Kesh, I'm going to join Kesh. their party. Merc has like 3D goggles. Oh, like, yeah, I, that's one's a One's red look. and one's blue. I know. Uh, oh, Merc has his little bug teeth. Oh, so Cash, the, 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 the goblin gods have answered my prayers. Uh, uh, we have a humble request for aid for you, uh, junk tourists. Um, 
we 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 are indeed seeking to get inside a, a great salvage, like top of the line. Uh, the the Akeshji speaks up and says, uh, "Merc, don't you see uh, these folks? Uh, yes, they could be the key, indeed, to helping us not just with the 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 salvage, but ending this accursed war between our peoples. Uh, they don't look like much, and and they're." They probably are, are able to at least act as a great diversion if they can help us with the with the big wreck. Uh, maybe Bomb Guzzle and uh, Os Ashla will will put aside their differences and declare peace. Well, you two sure seem friendly. How, why are your people fighting all the time? Oh, you, you see my peoples. We're, we're called the Trash Hunters. And we tried to claim this part of the junk as our own. And, and Kesha's people, uh, they're called the Unbrewed. And well, they moved in and they claimed the territory known as Midzone as their own. Uh, and anyway, uh, you know, they went to war and uh, well, a whole bunch of Akestis and goblins got their teeth knocked in. And so they called a truce. We're in a truce right now, but... We're the only two that are working towards peace. Everyone else just kind of hates each other's guts. Oh, classic. Ooh. Uh, yeah, we, what, you guys are out here seeking something too. What, what is it you're looking for? You said a ship? Indeed, we seek a powerful starship of an ancient time. And I, I, I pull out my many pages long CV and I say, I am a professor at the University of Cabaret and you can see my uh, my publications on the subject are many and extensive. Uh, ah. our, our interest is uh, somewhat academic one might say. Hmm. Oh yes, one might say if they understood <laughs> half of those fancy words you just said. Hmm. Curriculum Curriculum vitae. Hmm. What? You're, so you're looking for something fancy out here? Well, we know the fanciest salvage, and because, uh, well, it it wasn't totally picked over. And maybe are are you seeking something like that? Nice old, potentially intact ship. We sure are. We're looking for something called the Stellar Stellar something Stellar. Have it written stellar down. Wind. Stellar, stellar flame. Stellar, stellar flame. Stellar flame. That's it, the one. Stellar flare. Stellar flare. Stellar degenerator is the one. They don't know the the name, but if Fairy 13 describes it a little bit, they're like, no, oh, that's the ship. That's the one that we're trying to get inside. We can take it to you right now. No problem. Well, how about that, partner? It's yeah. like Kismet. We're best friends. You're my friends now. This is perfect. Everything's going so well. <laughs> I do not like the idea of having to split the cut an additional two ways, but if they can help us. Ooh, there's a cut. Yeah, I want to get cut. Let's get <laughs> cut. <laughs> no, no, Javi, I was just going to offer them uh, acknowledgments in my paper. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't they were getting BCC'd on the emails. <laughs> they were, they were going to get middle author. <laughs> Friend, as uh, nice as that may be, I do not think that they will uh, want that. Oh, these uh, are scholars of the highest order. The the Akeshti, who's got a, a, a strong Eeyore vibe about him, uh, speaks up. I was like, ah, uh, Merc, that won't do us any good. Uh, you see, some of Merc's tribe already entered the ship. They They brought in some of their their tech to hotwire it 
but it set off the ship's security defenses. And, well, all those dead goblins, it is so sad. But it the security defenses, it sealed off the ship. Not only is the airlock completely sealed, but it is protected with some kind of very powerful force field. So it is hopeless, unfortunately. Uh, it, it's not hopeless, Trump. Like I said, I want, I've got an idea. Uh, I'm going to create an EMP device, a focused one that can knock out that door, completely short it out. And strangers, I, I, if you guys are willing to get your hands dirty and get to junking, well, I need three main parts to put together my EMP key and crack open that door. All right. Well, I'm sure we can help you out. All right, let's divide up into three separate groups and go <laughs> in different directions looking for these pieces. That's, that's, what, that's what we're doing this season, right? Yep, Merc and Cash and me are all together on one team. Oh, 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 that's a team, all right. <laughs> are Joel and Piston on their own? Mary um, yeah. will go with you, right? And then Hoppy, <laughs> Demonio, and, and Mixer. It's like the super <laughs> team. Uh, no, um, uh, Merc will go on to describe in very non-technical, but still highly technical goblin um engineer terms the the three pieces that they are they're looking for to put together a device that potentially can defeat this this force field um do you want to make me a an engineering check i mean anyone but specifically <laughs> jewel to see if uh, if you can kind of figure out what they're they're going well, i guess super also you got you got technical skills mm. after she explains you know, kind of the pieces um, you figure that, you know, the um, uh, barriers like that have been with localized electromagnetic pulses knocked out before. And this device that uh, she's figuring out if they can tune it to the right frequency um, would be able to, to knock open even like a capital ships kind of defenses, uh, door defenses for a time. Um Yes, yes, uh, uh, Jewel, I, I think that would work. All right, so um, she describes basically uh, three things, an yeah, electrolytic capacitor, a size 23 harmonic coil, and a plasma charger circuit, and has some ideas of like different directions of the outer junk lands to head to, though... Part of it is going into trash hunter goblin territory. Another one, the harmonic coil is going into the unbrewed Akeshti turf. Um, do you have one that you uh, want to go for first? The um, they, they can like give you some some information about like the peoples that you'll you'll find there. Any any uh, cardinal direction at least you guys want to head? Uh, when we came from the from the west, yeah, yeah, and okay. we've been kind of going in like a northeasternly route. Okay, from from Capac Depot. Oh, let's see. Ooh, do 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 do. I'm using my big brain to determine the direction. Yeah, well, and there's also yeah, there's one in kind of Goblin Terry, one in Keshti territory, and one that they they think is kind of in the mid zone as well in this like middle ground um 
and uh, when describing that one, uh, th- that territory of the, the mid zone, Kesh is kind of describing it as, you know, a no man's land. And Merc chimes in and says, oh, well, yeah, yeah, there's no nobody like living out there. But what about the privateer? Uh, and, and Kesh clarifies, it's like, oh, yes, there's a very cranky old Vesk picker uh, who we call the privateer out in that direction. He is a solitary, a hard-edged Vesk who arrived in the outer junk fields over a month ago and is 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 not one to trade with, with others. If if he has the piece we're looking for, it, it might be very difficult to get it from him. Mm. He is he is just so intense. Um does Kesh have any sense of some way that we could make make friends with uh, the Akeshti uh, folks um, and sort of uh, you uh, you must be careful of the unbrewed we don't take kindly to trespassers mm. uh, Merck mentions um, as well that uh, uh, they had a the, the goblin tried to have a plasma charger circuit, but some kind of creature out in the wastes that they call the golem um, stole it from them, basically. Um, and, and Kesh will, will talk about this creature and says, oh, it is very dangerous. The junk golem of the mid zone is a, a foe that punches like a truck. I've seen it destroy someone with a single hit and it is immune to most of our our magics. Well, I'd vote for the Grumpy Vesk first. The privateer, I believe, has some knowledge of this this junk golem. Perhaps it is best before you take it on that you you seek his his counsel. That sounds like a fine plan to me. Their their camp is near the northern edge of the outer junk fields. In the shadow of a ruined Viscarium cruiser. Uh, right, so heading out in that direction, um, I think Merck and, and Kesh can can remain behind in kind of their little temporary camp with Very 13, um, who will continue trying to um, kind of do some, some research out here on, on bits and pieces. Maybe they'll go within like distance of the, the stellar flare, which is. You, you can walk by it is, you know, almost completely covered in junk and only like a few bulkhead um, walls and, and like the exhaust ports in the back are sticking out of of the junk. It, it's very easy to see how people can cannot uh, have looked this over for some time. Um, but yeah, as you head north, northernly, maybe another half hour, hour passes here as you're you're making your your bearings out to where this this vesk has set up fast forward there uh yeah so it's about it's a 30 minute walk from merc and kesh's camp and um when you get to the shadow of this this massive dark green starship um kind of like at an angle jutting out of the the sands here uh you see past a, a large clearing um a couple of small lean-tos and what looks to be pretty hastily thrown together um, uh, settlement. Uh, there is broken weaponry, like massive laser arrays and plasma cannons that have been gutted, jutting from the, the hull of this this Vescarium ship. And it, it casts a long shadow over this, this clearing here. And um, 
there are some small craters, it looks like, between you and this this encampment. Um, some of them ringed with scorch marks, marring the, the red dirt around you guys. Um, let me show you a map. Ooh, map. More maps. There's not here. All right. Uh, here we go. This is this is what you see, and in the distance, like I said, about um, like sixty feet away or so, 50, 60 feet. Uh, you see the encampment. You don't see anybody moving about there from from that distance. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Uh, perception check. Call out. Perception's probably better as a first call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd definitely go. take a look around. Yeah, roll for it. So. Not a lot for me. <laughs> uh, bunch of crap. B rolls. I mean, there could be someone in the encampment. You you can't like. There's some areas that are blocked off with like small walls and, and tents and things. You don't see any movement there. That doesn't look like it's caused by like the wind, kind of maybe rattling some junk wind chimes and things. Um, well, I think Javi will just move up and just shout out like. Anybody here? We're looking for what was this guy's name? A privateer. We're looking for a man or person vest called the privateer. If you're here, make yourself known. So I actually need you to uh, don't read into this at all, but uh, can you map out the <laughs> exact squares you walk forward? Because you've walked about 15 feet forward here. Uh, Yeah, it would have been... Oh, how do I do this? <laughs> ben, like, I think I can. Oops, not like that. Here, here. here how do you? Those spaces? Did that work? I don't know how to do that anymore. I would have I yeah. gone here. I would have gone here, then diagonally, and then forward and forward. Yeah, you don't see anything uh, as you you move forward here, um, uh, and no one responds to your your callouts. Uh, okay, then Javi would just keep walking straight forward while so up 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 towards the shack and uh he's gonna take a look around the this like little makeshift structure there so um yeah so at this distance you can pretty much tell there's there's no one inside um do you guys want to uh back him up or javi will turn around and shout back Looks like there ain't anybody home. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll float. Forward. Yeah, that's famous last word. So I'm, I'm up there. Right. Uh, unfortunately, I will stop you a little bit of ways there, Miles, as you move forward. If you are indeed next in the line as as you step forward uh, to this shack, not falling somehow directly in super lucky Javi's footsteps, uh, you hear a, a very uh, soft muted click underneath your feet and bursting forth underneath you with explosive force are the words to be continued this is the first someone this is the first time someone's taken damage from onomatopoeia blam blast boom um thank you guys (laughs) for for playing with me Thank, thank you, Patrick. You. Uh, we are getting back to this next week, but I should say, I just want to thank all of our listeners. We've got a very enthusiastic response uh, from our, our first episode of this that has already dropped and people loving these crazy characters you've made up and 
got to say, I'm, I'm very happy we decided to go with this decision instead of jumping immediately into season four because it's a lot of fun and it's provided me with a, a little creative boost, I guess I d- should say. So uh, I'm having a lot of fun with this. And we're, I mean, believe it or not, we're almost halfway done with Junker's Delight. Yeah. Uh, which is like crazy to think it's like we just started, but um, I'm having a lot of fun and already our fans are, are enjoying it. So thank you for playing with me and, and guys out there. Thanks for listening. That's going to do it. We'll see you next time on Cosmic Grit. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Cosmic Grit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.